Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. This week's Grape Therapy is sponsored by Geico. Go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. Extra money in your pocket? It just may be the most rewarding to do you do today. Coors, these days everything is go, 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 nonstop. Hustle has taken over. It's kind of a lot. The pace of things is wearing you down. Take a moment, pause, refresh yourself, and when you choose to turn off, reach for the one beer that's made to chill. And Ritual Vitamins. Better health doesn't happen overnight, and right now Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. Fill in the gaps in your diet with Essential for Women, a small step that helps support a healthy foundation for your body. Podcast One presents Off the Vine Great Therapy. Caitlin Bristow is going to answer your questions, drink to your confessions, and hear what you have to say about anything Bachelor. Let's shake it up some more. Here's Caitlin. Welcome to Great Therapy. I'm your host, Caitlin Bristow. Today, I have a guest who has been on the pod before. He's someone I always love speaking with. You know him from his absolutely amazing career in hair care and color, leading him to develop his very own line of products called DPQ. You also may have seen him on the season of Very Cavalry on E!, where we saw him get engaged to his fiance, who is also joining us today. Actually, the first gay couple to have a proposal on reality TV. Yes, love that. I'm so excited to hear about their engagement, some new uh, DP Hue hair care products, and get much-needed advice on dealing with our hair in this weird time we're all in. Please welcome back to the pod, Justin Anderson, and for the first time, his fiance, Austin Rhodes. I thought your name was Scoot. Like, I thought that was your name. Yeah, I mean, I should honestly legally change it to Scoot by now, but yeah. You should. So Scoot's like his nickname that I gave him like six years ago when we very first met. And like all of our close friends just call him like Scooter, but in the real world, obviously he's Austin. But then when we did the reality show, Very Capillary, we just all called him Scoot. So it's like his name turned into Scoot. So it's like, Uh, Okay, that's cute that you came up with that name though. Scoot, Scoot. aw. It was Scooter, because when we very first met, um, he's a twin, so he has a twin brother. And when we very first met, every time we would sleep in the same bed, all throughout the night, he'd scoot like closer and closer. So I get really hot when I sleep. So I'd be like, scoot back, scoot back. So I started calling him Scooter. I'm like, you scoot towards me all throughout the night. And so I started calling him Scooter. And it just stuck. I love hearing the backstory of nicknames. That's so great. I know, right? All of my friends call me Bean. And it's been like my nickname since I was 19 and moved to Vancouver. And everyone calls me Bean, Bean, Bean. And so when I came, and now everyone just knows me as Caitlin, my friends call me Bean. Everyone's like, what's the story? And it was that I was 19 years old, and um, I used to go houseboating every year with my friends. And I was always wearing these green overalls, and I loved them so much. And I got so drunk, and I jumped off a houseboat in my, like, green overalls. And I came out, like, all, like, wet, and, like, they were like, you look like a little string bean. <laughs> just like stuck from <laughs> still to this day people call me bean all the time Bean's cute yeah beans cute i like that one like feel free to call me bean because i i will respond to that it was like <laughs> my name on my work schedule like everything nobody called me caitlin until i went on the show so oh my god i love it um so justin real quickly can you just remind listeners who maybe didn't tune in last time um you're on the pod who are um who you are, what you've been doing, and some of your amazing clients that you've worked with. 
Um, well, I'm a hair colorist, celebrity hair colorist, if you will. No one, I never want to say that about myself, but I work with a lot of celebrities uh, in Los Angeles, California. And then I started a product line with my partner, Donna, years back called DP Hue. And all of our products take care of like your hair color and just your hair in general in between salon visits. So until you go back to the salon, like everything to keep your color looking fresh and um, hair being really, really healthy. And um, I've worked with celebrities like Jennifer Aniston's been a client of mine forever, Miley Cyrus, Margot Robbie, Gwyneth Paltrow, Chelsea Handler, Kristen Cavallari, of course. Yeah, of course. Uh, you're forgetting one. Caitlin Bristow. <laughs> I never consider myself a celebrity. I'm totally joking. Um, <laughs> that's so cool, though. Um, and before we get into all things hair, I have to, I have to hear about the engagement. And congratulations. I was crying like everyone else was that was like i i don't know if you noticed but i was like made a teeny little cameo on very cavalry this year for like i did notice i was like tripping out because we did watch we watched most of this season and i for sure watched when you were on and i was like screaming because i i knew that you and britney were friends and then you and i have friends here in nashville in common like worth and cat and all that yes. and um but when i saw you on the show i was like so excited <laughs> i want you to be on like more of it <laughs> I know. I did a few times, like filmed a couple times, but I mean, I get how TV works. You can't show everything that was that was recorded. But um, yeah, it was it was so funny because I had been at a pool party all day. Came there, I was like, I had, had like a little buzz. I my hair was like slicked from like sweat and pool water, and I was like, oh cool, can't wait to like show my face on Very Cavallari. And then of course that's what they use. I know, and it's, I had so many funny lines that they didn't show, and I was like, Dude, yeah. that's the thing that's so crazy, because obviously this is our first season of doing a reality show, and yeah. so obviously you learn so much about it, but it's like, this. I mean, I get it, they have to edit out so much of it, because we filmed for like six months, and then they edit all that down, and it's like, they obviously have to create like a story, you know, so they have to follow certain right. things, like, for me, I'm like, wait, all the funny stuff got cut out. Like, they love drama. I'm like, it was the funnest season, and it just they turned it into, like, it's just drama. <laughs> I know. It's so unfortunate when they do that because, and sadly, that's what the viewers want. It's like, it, it's almost like that's what they enjoy. When you're being lighthearted and funny and, like, all getting along, they're, like, boring. Like, everybody wants drama. I don't get it. I think it's, yeah, it's, like, to keep people invested in the storyline, I guess. Like, I understand it, but I'm with you. I mean... I love reality TV and I like all different types of it, but like, I love a show that I love keeping up with the Chrisleys. Is that what it's called? No. Chrisley knows best. Yeah, I just mixed them together. But I love um, the Chrisley show because it's just like lighthearted. It's sweet. And for me, it's like, I like to feel good when I watch TV. Like I also get drama. It's fun, but I don't right. think that like everything needs to be, drama there's this guy who i actually love on instagram his name is danny pellegrino and i've followed him forever and we've met a bunch of times and he's really sweet but he'll talk a lot of shit about very cavallari and it like bothers me because he's always just like there's no drama here like what's it going for but i genuinely believe in my heart that some people want to see like light-hearted sweet like happy moments between happy people like let the drama happen naturally like I, I think that's why they like The Bachelor because it's still about a love story and you see yeah. connections and people like falling in love and there is the drama obviously there's a lot of it but like you also see so many sweet moments and at the end you get to like watch two people get engaged and fall in love and I feel like that's why it works so well for them. Totally. No, it's yeah. I think it's so true. Quick cue for you. Do you own or rent your own home? I'm sure you do and I bet it can be hard work. 
But you know what's easy is bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy, which is a good thing too because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. And so did you feel like you got like what you wanted out of your engagement from watching it back? Was it what we saw? I really yeah. do. I'll let you speak. I'll get my thing out of the way. But so for me, <laughs> so Scoot and I have been together for like six years and Kristen Cavallari and I have been best friends forever. And mm-hmm. so when Kristen asked me to come on and be kind of like a part-time person on the show, I was like, absolutely. I love you. This will be fun, whatever. And we really were looking to buy a house in Nashville. And she's like, would you put that on the show? And I'm like, yeah. So we came down here thinking it would just be like little, little cameos here and there. But then they turned it into a whole storyline. So we started filming a lot. Like we filmed like five days. We were filming all the time. All the time. Like we were filming five days a week. And it was supposed to be like little pop-ins here and there. And then Scoot started filming with me a lot. And then they really started following our relationship. And then the producer starts. um, So then they put Scoot on as a full-time character. All the behind the scenes workings of uh, reality TV, like contract-wise. They put him on as a full-time character. And they're like, we really want to follow your guys' relationship with buying this house in Nashville and then I was talking to Kristen and some of the producers just off camera about how I was going to propose to Scoot and they were like please let us do it on camera and I'm like no way that's something that's so private to me he would kill me because he was so hesitant about going on reality tv right so many discussions too about like an engagement on tv especially like how like how that would feel or you know what I mean like what it takes right moment any of that stuff yeah and we talked to our family like we're both really really close to our families and we talked to our family and they're like don't do that that should be private to you guys and whatever but the more we started doing the show like it was really real like they weren't making up storylines they were following what was really happening and then all of a sudden it like dawned on me like I grew up loving shows like the real world and road rules challenge like when I was like a 15 year old kid like I loved the real world and I loved it because I got to see like openly gay characters on TV. And so for, as a kid, I grew up in a Mormon family. I knew I was gay at like 15, but I couldn't tell anyone. So I'd watch on TV and see these gay guys talking about being gay and they were open about it. I was like, that's so cool. And I've always loved like romance and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, I, I want there to be like a gay proposal or like a sweet love story. And then all of a sudden, like it dawned on me while we're filming. I'm like, that's what I'm doing right now is what I always wanted when I was a kid. So I was like, why am I so afraid to like share this? So I kind of hinted it to Scoot just being like, hey, would you, I know we talked about never doing it, but if we do another season of this show, like, would you, if I surprised you somehow with a proposal, would you still be mad? And he kind of, we both talked about it, like, no, it feels right now with the show. And then, so I really did surprise him this season. I mean, you I literally had zero clue. Like, it was like one of those things we had like talked about maybe in the future, like we do another like thing, like maybe we'll do it next season kind of thing. Right. And then... Yeah, and lo and behold, it all happened. Like, so, yeah. Yeah, I literally had no clue. Oh, <laughs> well, that's, that's yeah, nice, though. He's so low-key, and, like, I think he was afraid that I was going to do this huge, elaborate proposal. I mean, I wanted, like, fireworks on a beach, <laughs> and I wanted, like, yeah. Cher to come out singing or Britney Spears to, like, come out. Fair. <laughs> um, but I, the more I thought about it, I'm like, if I do this, like, in a version that Scoot really loves and he feels really comfortable, like, he will be happy, so... When I surprised him with the proposal, it was just like at home where we eat dinner every single night. We eat on the coffee table yeah. and we just sit together. And um, so I did it right there. And he literally had no idea. I mean, the whole day, too, we were filming that day. And like I, he was acting so off. 
and I was <laughs> go off because he was acting off. We were like, weren't around. We had, I had to do interviews by myself. He had to do interviews. And then, um, yeah, we came back to film like a scene and we were, we were like talking about like kind of recapping the season, how everything went. And then he went into the engagement and like, I was just like, I was in the worst mood with him though. I was just like, I don't want to film today. I hate this. I hate this whole thing. And Justin, I think we got so nervous because I was such a <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to do this anymore. Well, that's, that's what filming brings out in a relationship because we're like, the thing I like about us is we're pretty mellow together all the time. And we kind of like, we have this ebb and flow with each other in a relationship, which you always want in a relationship. But like he was saying, I mean, I was a basket case that day because I was so <laughs> nervous about proposing and he could feel it. So it was like the one time that we were really like butting heads. I'm like, no, this is a good day. Like, just wait till tonight. <laughs> he really was trying to like build me up. He's like, you're fine. It's all good. Like, we're just going to get through the scene tonight. It's all fine. Like, we'll just get through it, whatever. And I'm still just like such a bitch. The whole time. I, that's so funny because I feel like so many engagement stories, I hear that's how it goes because one person is usually nervous and off and then it throws the other person off and then everybody's like in a bad mood. I feel like that's so many engagement stories. Oh, yeah. And then you see what happened and then you can talk about it. It's like the best moment ever because you're like, oh, yeah. that's why you were off all day. You're just nervous and cute. That's adorable. <laughs> I love that. Oh, that's so special. And now you get to watch it back anytime you want. And that's I the coolest mean, thing. Yeah, I too have been engaged on television. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it didn't work out for me, but it'll be nice for you guys to to, to look back on that and and have that for forever. Yeah. Well, it's one of those things that you do completely like blackout. Like I'm a very like thoughtful uh -huh. person. I think, and I like to like think of it how I'm going to do it. Like. I think before I speak majority of the time, but during a proposal, like you completely black out. Like I did not remember what I said. I didn't remember what happened. So when we watched it on TV, I started crying myself. So I was like, I don't even remember this moment. Like yeah. you completely black out. You're like, it's even more special than I remember. Yeah. <laughs> no, like watching it back, it like you just bring back all those emotions. Like you just kind of, you just blank out, honestly. Like when he was, yeah. all I remember is like a box. And then I was kind of it. And then like every, like his sister, my brother walking in, and that's kind of when I came to, and then, I don't know, watching it back so I can actually like listen to what he said. Like, that <laughs> yeah. kind of stuff, it's just happening so fast. It's funny because I've asked so many of my girlfriends, like, how did he propose? Or like, what happened? And they're like, I don't remember. Like, I don't remember anything he said. Because you really do. You just black out and say yes. <laughs> totally. Like, yeah, I feel like Literally. no one remembers what happens uh -huh. during that moment. So we do have it now. So that's good. Yeah. I would just like. <laughs> so what, what would your wedding look like? I want, can I be there? And like, is it going to be big, small? Like, what are you guys thinking? It's, you can definitely be yeah, there and you are coming. I just invite myself, like, I'm coming. <laughs> you're coming, of course. We do want to do it, like, um, in Nashville. I want to do, and we really haven't gotten into the specifics yet, but, like, I want to do a big, massive, like, barn wedding down here in Nashville, like, bring all of our L.A. people down, Scoot's whole families family. from, yeah. like, Ohio. So we want to, like, it's a good spot in between everybody. Yeah. Um, and people from New York. But do like a big party here and then we'll probably do like a smaller version with just our family like on an island. And it also, I mean, it's so silly to talk this way, but it's like we have to think about what's going to happen with the show because we started this storyline. Like we proposed and yeah, so... You can't leave us hanging. <laughs> <laughs> so we kind of like, it goes back to that thing of like, what do we want to share? But beyond that, I want to really kind of like traditional sweet wedding, almost like Father of the Bride. When I was a kid, that was my favorite movie ever. Oh. So 
I'd love it to be like at a barn or like a house at our house here. Like we have a great house with a yard for it. So maybe that, but then we'll throw in some gay campy, some gay campy no, fun. There'll be some moments for sure. <laughs> there'll be some moments. The best part, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I love the idea of a barn wedding. Uh, for some reason, when before you even said that, in my head, that's what I was thinking about what I would want. Right? It's yeah. cool. Yeah, I like that. Um, and Justin, you and Kristen um, collaborated last year on the DP Hue Blonding Brush genius um and you're launching a second product collaboration sun and city mist is that what it's am I yeah. right yeah um in april which will be available likely at the time people are hearing this um so can you talk about both products and collaborations um and what does the process look like when you two collaborate together because i feel like that would be a fun fun thing to be a part of well, Chris and I, like I said, have been friends forever, and I've obviously colored her hair forever. And we both grew up spending a lot of time, obviously, at the beach in Southern California. And we always talked about how we wish there was a better product like a sun-in spray or, you know, one of those at-home lighteners. But yeah. they don't really work, and they would turn your hair orange. So we talked about, wouldn't it be cool if we had, like, a product that you could click up in a brush? So it's kind of like, it looks almost like a kabuki makeup brush. You mm -hmm. click the product through the brush and you can strategically paint the product where you want to connect your highlights or paint it through your ends where you want the highlights to brighten up. And it has like a purple pigment in it so it cuts out any orange or brass or yellow tones. And then once the product's in your hair and you strategically place it where you want, you go into the sun or you hit the blow dryer to it and the heat is what lightens it. Um, yeah. So we launched that close to a year ago and that's been like crushing it. It's been doing really, really well. Um, it's a great product. People who like, um, who are into that, they love it. They keep buying it over and over. So that was good. And then the next one that's coming out is the Sun and City Mist. And what that is, it sounds so funny. I think this is like a, a direction that a lot of stuff in hair is going to go. It's a mist that you spray in your hair daily and it protects your hair from pollution in the air or any UV rays. So if you have like a really like glossy brown hair or like a, a vibrant red, you spray it on, it's almost like sunscreen for your hair and it blocks it from like the fading of the sun and stuff. But then also for like blondes, I know you know this, it's like, you know when you leave the salon, your blonde is like nice and bright. It's like that perfect out of the salon, perfect blonde hair. And then a couple weeks later, it doesn't look as bright. Yeah. And a lot of, it's nothing to do with the salon. It's like when we go out into the sun, there's, I mean, outside, there's so much pollution in the area. It's almost like wearing a white t-shirt every single day. If you wore it every right. single day, two weeks later, it's going to look dingy, you know? Right. So what this product does is it, it um, protects any pollution from getting into your blonde hair. So it's not going to get dingy. Also, when people are at the beach, if you spray it in before you go into the water, you're not going to pick up any of the tones in the water. Or um, if you go into a pool, obviously it's going to like repel chlorine. So it just keeps your hair color looking really good. And I think it's going to end up being something that people use every single day. I mean, we're just going in that direction with the environment. You always come up with the best products. Like I, it, this is awkward, but I think about you every time I'm in the shower because always <laughs> I, like, I have like my top shelf of all of the products and my like the um, apple cider vinegar rinse like that. I use that all the time now because this is the perfect time to take care of your hair in my opinion because totally. we're not always outside. We don't have to like blow dry and curl and do everything. And so I've been like, I'm not even joking. I feel like my hair has grown in four weeks more than it has in like four years. Dude, no, I totally think that that's the case. And I've been uh, like texting obviously with a lot of my celebrity clients and just kind of like to pump them up through this time because it sounds so stupid, but it's like hair is important to us, you know, and even if we're sitting at home, like we want to feel cute. We want to like, 
we take a selfie. I mean, it's such a world now where we're like on FaceTime and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I check in with all my celebrity clients and I'm like, how's everything going? Like, are you doing okay? And they'll, and they'll say things like, oh, you know, I wish I could get my color done. But I always say exactly that. I'm like, really though, just look at this as a time to get your hair so freaking healthy, you know, like don't over shampoo it. I really think that we always over shampoo our hair and then we style it. So you're pulling all the good oils out with shampoo and then you put a heat heater heat to it you know blow dryer flat iron curling iron whatever so all that damage now is the time to just like let it let it grow let it get really really healthy it's the yeah. best time for that yeah i agree all right let's pause life today is kind of a lot it can be stressful hectic sometimes it can feel non-stop but every now and then it's important to just stop and chill and the best way to do that crack and open a mountain cold coors light when you choose to turn off choose the one beer that's made to chill I feel like at the end of a long day, I need to de-stress, unwind, so that I can let the events of the day go. Even on virtual meetings, it's kind of a lot to be on all the time. I like to reset by sitting down on the couch and having one or two Coors Lights. There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. My favorite part, the mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. It's so cool. No pun intended. That way, you always know when it's time to chill. Coors Light is brewed with a three-step cold process, so cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. Born in the Rocky Mountains of Colorado in 1978, Coors Light is refreshing, crisp, and only 102 calories. We all have so many things going on, whether that's family and friend obligations, work that you need to get done, things around the house you need to do, or just even being bombarded by the news and everything that's going on in the world today. That's why it's important to take time for yourself and Coors Light is a way to do just that. That's why Coors Light is the one I choose when I need a moment of chill. So when you want to reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. You can have Coors Light delivered by going to get.coorslight.com and finding local delivery options near you. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. We'll be right back with more Off the Vine. Great therapy. Hey, I'm Autumn Calabrese, and I have a question for you. How do you do life? I might be a superstar trainer, but I'm also a boy mom, sister, daughter, friend, and entrepreneur. You might think my life is all working out and cooking healthy, delicious recipes, but trust me, there is so much more to it, and this is it. This is all of those real moments you talk about with your family and friends. Ever wonder what else life has to offer? Bring your curious appetite, and let's do life together. Subscribe now at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and PodcastOne.com. Now back to Off the Vine Grape Therapy. You came from L.A., both of you, right? You were both obviously in L.A.? That's where we were living before, yeah. And are you loving Nashville, or is it, like, such a transition for you? Well, I mean, I grew up in Ohio. I moved to L.A., like, five years ago, and that's... Oh, okay, so it was five, okay. But yeah, so I, um... Six years ago? Oh, six years. I mean, just about six years ago. <laughs> like, five yeah. and a half. Um, but yeah, so I, I grew up in like a slower pace and stuff and like LA was fun at first and then I kind of like grew out of it. I was like, I'm ready he hated LA. You're being sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I, just, <laughs> I get it. Yeah, exactly. And so like Nashville, it's, I can still drive up and like see my family. They're all in Ohio and like, but I still feel like I'm in a city kind of thing. So it's been a good kind of transition for me. For Justin, yeah. completely different. <laughs> completely. I mean, I spent my whole life in Southern California. That's all I know. But yeah. it was funny, like, when Scoot and I met, he taught me so much about, like, because we lived in L.A. together for all those mm -hmm. years before we came here. 
And he would say things to me where he was like, Justin, you're like, you know, this isn't normal. Like the pace of this town isn't normal. And it sounds so silly, but I didn't know because I grew up there. That's all right. I knew. All I knew was like traffic all the time. All I knew was like everything was about networking. And like you never knew what people wanting, wanted from you. It wasn't just about friends. You know, the friends that I grew up with from childhood were like my best friends. But as I got older, it's like everything in LA, unfortunately, has kind of turned into networking. Like, what can you do for me? And all that kind of stuff. And I just took it for granted. I thought that was the normal. And Scoot would remind me, he's like, it's not normal. That's not the way the rest of the country is. And so every time we would spend time down in Nashville, like visiting Kristen or in Ohio with his family, I was like, oh my God, like, I love it here. The people are so sweet. Like when they say like, let's meet for lunch, like they really mean it. They show up. (laughs) They don't want to like, they don't want anything from you. I know. I'm in heaven here. Like I love it so much. And I hate to say it because I don't want to seem like an LA hater because I love LA and I love what it did for my career and all that kind of stuff. But like, I don't miss it at all. Like the thought of going back to LA now gives me the worst anxiety. I just like, I love it here. I know exactly what you mean. Uh, I mean, I grew up in a really, really small town in Alberta in Canada and like, I I just never experienced a world like LA. And then I was kind of thrown into all of it overnight and I was so naive to people wanting things. I believed that everybody was my friend. Everybody just wanted what was best for me because that's how I grew up. And I just had to learn the hard way. And then I was like, get me out of here. And Nashville was um, like the perfect place for me because it feels like a little bit of home. But also you you can network here and you can like, you know, it's a, it's a cool city for it's and it's blowing up, but it's not. Um, and again, I don't want to be an LA hater either, but it's not as greasy. Yeah. yeah, no, it's so true. It's so true. And not yeah. only to like kind of whatever, but even with Scoot, you know, like the longer we'd be together, I started thinking things where I'm like, I don't want this town to change him either. You know, like I don't want this to become like his norm. Like I started seeing like things like I would take him to like all of my things and stuff. And I'm like, I just, I don't want to create like our life here. Like this isn't what I want like the rest of our relationship to be like. And um, I think it's, I think it's cool too. You even saying that when you were in LA, you, you recognize that. I think it's a great thing that like, if you're in a situation like that, like you have to recognize it. Like, you know, this isn't my personality and this isn't like what I want. Cause it's like, you stick around in an environment like that for so long and it starts to become normal. And like, yeah. And I see it happening to so many um, like friends. Cause obviously in the bachelor world, you, be, you become really good friends with everybody. And a lot of them move to LA and I'm always like, why? Why? Like, you don't have to. Therefore, like you, you can build such a cool thing just from your phone and be wherever like makes you happy. And Ooh. I'm just like such a believer in um, creating like the happiest environment for yourself and surrounding yourself with the best people because I feel like that's when success will come to you. Is totally. when you're, like happy and and around the right people. So I'm always like, and I mean, whoever like if that makes them happy, then that's great too. But I just. I don't believe it. (laughs) (laughs) True. No, it's really, really true. I think that all the time too. And it's funny that you bring up the bachelor because obviously like um, I worked with a lot of the girls from the show and stuff. And I always, I always wondered that too. It was like after they got off the show, so many of them stay in LA and I get it because there's opportunities and stuff there, but I'd always think in my head, I'm like, you're not going to be happy here in a few years, you know? It's like, it's just... It's a grind. It's a grind, a constant grind. And I find if you get to a place in your life where you don't have to be... Like, I needed to be in that grind to kind of get my celebrity stuff under my belt. And I still go back to LA monthly to take care of my celebrity clients. But I got to a point where I was like, you know, DP Hugh, my brand is really my business now. It's how I make my money. 
um, but I'll always take care of my celebrity clients. But I got to a point where I'm like, why am I here? Like, this doesn't make me happy here. Like, we never left the house. Like, we never left home all the time. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when we were in LA, we never left the house. I would just go to work. In training for quarantine. You're <laughs> <laughs> crushing it over there right now. What is, when you're not in quarantine, what, what are your favorite things to do in Nashville? That's a hard question. I feel like we haven't really branched out that much. Like, we got thrown into the filming right away. And then, right. like, now, like, quarantine started. <laughs> so it's like... Yeah, we really were, like, filming the whole time. So it was a lot of filming. But for me, the thing that I love about Nashville is, like, I love driving. It's, like, the yeah. time when I can really clear my head. Uh -huh. And so, like, here in Nashville, like, I'll literally get in the car and just go for a drive. Like, I'll make myself a coffee and I'll just go drive around because the roads are open. It's so beautiful. <laughs> it's, like, where I do all my really good thinking, you know? And you can't, uh -huh. again, you can't do that in L.A. You're just stuck in traffic all the time and people right. are looking at you. The thing that I noticed the most about Nashville when we first moved here, I was, like, no one honks here. Like people let you let you go on the roads. Like nobody's like right on your bumper. And so I just love like every how calm it is here. Like I like being we like being outdoors here. Um, in LA, even like we were saying, we were always stuck in the house. But like here, we drive out to Kristen's, Kristen and Jay's house all the time. Where I used to never do that in LA. Like we'll have weeks where we'll have dinner with them like three, four times at their house. We'll go over to their house for like breakfast or coffee in the morning and like yeah. I wouldn't do that back in California because it takes 45 minutes to get anywhere you know like stuck in traffic right so here I've just like been loving like the slow pace and getting yeah. to spend time with friends and it's been cool I totally understand that that's my uh I go boxing and it's a 35 minute drive and I actually don't mind that drive at all because same thing as you I make my coffee I kind of like start my day I like have a couple phone calls or call people I want to talk to and just drive and it's like it's just not the same I'm like full-blown anxious in LA traffic and oh. here it's just so different it is just don't realize what that does to like your anxiety or like I'm like <laughs> I swear just driving there was like aging me you know it's like when you, you take know. that element out of your life like everything just seems calmer <laughs> yeah. small wins right small yeah. wins <laughs> um okay I have a game to play with you guys it's the newly engaged game um basically just ask. You guys are probably going to nail this, but we've been together for six years, but we'll see. Um, okay. What was your first impression of one another? Now, wait, you have to answer it for the other person. Like, what did he think of me? Yeah, what was his first impression of you? Damn, daddy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bit older than Scoot. You know, we have, like, we have an age gap, and, um, I... <laughs> This is an interesting question. I'm like, <laughs> like for like our first date, like what he was like looking at, or like, like, I mean, like when you first met each other, what was the like scenario, and what do you think he thought of you, and what did you know, vice versa? Or you can just answer it for yourselves. I'm totally fine with that. <laughs> if we answer for ourselves, I remember because we had talked for a while on social media, and then we were like texting, and then um, so when we finally first met. I'm not being cheesy, but right when he got in the car, it was like, you just see something in somebody's eyes. And like, he has the kindest eyes in the world. And yeah, literally to this day, like the sweetest person I've ever met in my life. And like, I just felt that energy right away. And I literally in my head, I was like, shit, like this is it. Cause I was at a point in my life where like, I knew I wanted to start dating again. Cause I'd gotten out of a long-term relationship two years before I told myself right. I was going to wait two years for our next relationship. And so it was just about at that mark, but I was like, okay, I'm gonna start dating, like whatever. But right when he got in the car, I was like, all right, this is it. And I just knew. 
literally, I just remember pacing outside. My brother was with me and he was like, oh my God, are you ready for this? I'm like, I don't think so. I was like so anxious. Like I almost wanted to cancel like going on the date with him. And then he pulled up. I remember getting in the car. It smelled like later. I didn't know what it was at first, but it was Santel just like <laughs> overwhelmed me. The little lava cologne yeah. that everybody wore at the but, time. Like, to this day, I that, I'm like, it just takes me right back to getting in the car. And I'm like, and I just remember looking at him and like, I don't know, the whole night like just went really well and like it was i'd never been in a relationship before justin like he was yeah. my first relationship so I, oh really I, yeah i went into like went into it just kind of like okay like this is this will be fun and then we just hung out like every day after that and then it just kind of like stuck it was the easiest thing just yeah. kind of like rolled into this relationship that just like kept going it's like we've never had to like push to make anything work and i'm not saying that to like sound like oh we have no issues because everybody has right. their issues but we've just never had those like just our, again, our, like our ebb and flow is really, really good. Like it, it, we, he calms me, I excite him. Like yeah. it's just yeah. it's a good back and forth, you know? Uh -huh. And I think our biggest thing is like, we never tried to change each other. You know what I mean? Like the biggest thing. Yeah. we both just like really respected who the other person was. Like he's a very calm. Um, I take my time. He takes his time. <laughs> and I used to be so impatient before him. But like when you fall in love with somebody like that, I literally have conversations in my head. I'm like, Justin, this is what you love about him. Like he moves at a slower pace and it keeps you a little bit calmer. And it's just like kind of understanding the partner and going with it, you know? And knowing that that's good, like a good thing because you wouldn't want somebody that's the same energy as you, right? No. Yeah. no. Yeah. Nightmare. Yeah. That's the same. I always thought I was energetic until I met Jason. And that guy has like, he can just go and talk and go and his energy is so high that I realize I'm actually a lot more like, like scooter, like I'm, I'm more like slow paced, chill, calm, like, yeah. I like to stay at home or like do like certain things like he and Jason's like, go, 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 go. Like, it's so funny, but that that works for us. Yeah. yeah, that's when it usually does work. I genuinely believe. I agree with can't that. Have two of the same. Two of the same, like, never works. Never. <laughs> I, mean, I can't imagine it really working. That's just high intensity all the time. And if it does, that's very impressive. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We all want to do the right thing to keep our bodies healthy in the long run. But even when we try really hard to eat the kale salads, drink all the green juice smoothies, which is no fun, we can admit it, we're still probably not getting all of the essential nutrients that we need on a daily basis, which is really frustrating. Enter Ritual, the obsessively researched vitamin for women. Ritual's essentials have the nutrients most of us don't get enough from through food, all in their clean, absorbable forms. No shady additives or ingredients that can do more harm to your body than good. I'm always trying to make sure I'm doing the best that I can to take care of myself, stay healthy, but it's hard when there are countless things you hear that you should be doing, which is, again, why I love Ritual. It makes it so easy and convenient to take something every day that I know is good for me, helping me stay healthy in the long run. I've been taking Ritual for just over a year now, and I seriously have that peace of mind that I'm at least doing one thing right. Plus, Ritual is vegan-friendly, sugar-free, non-GMO, gluten-free, and allergen-free, all the things that we're looking for in a vitamin. And we love this one, Ritual is delivered. A subscription is easy to start and easy to snooze. Better health doesn't happen overnight, and right now Ritual's offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. Fill in the gaps in your diet with Essential for Women, a small step that helps support a healthy foundation for your body. Visit ritual.com slash vine to start your ritual today. That's 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash vine. Okay, who was the first person to say I love you? 
Justin, for sure. <laughs> I did. <laughs> it was one of those things I rolled over in bed. I remember when I did it, I rolled over in bed one night after we've been together for a little while. And I just kind of like, you know when it just comes out? Like you literally, yeah. I didn't think it through like anything. You just really feel it in your body. And I remember I just like squeezed them really tight. And I was just like, I love you. And all of a sudden I'm like, just <laughs> and it's like he kind of it just kind of got quiet for a second but when you just like really feel it you can't hold back no, no I agree that's um I remember thinking it was going to be like this big moment when Jason said it to me like he was going to have this whole plan like take me to the top of a mountain to tell me like I just thought it was gonna be this big moment and we were like playing cards and he was like I feel like I just have to tell you something <laughs> and then he told me and I was like See, but it's probably like it's like a moment like that when he probably felt the most comfortable and he was like looking at you and you guys are playing a game like cards exactly. and you're in your most chill moment ever and he's just like you get those feelings you know where you're just yeah. like I love her like this feels so good yes exactly it's sweet like that um okay what uh what are your pet names for each other all right Judy as in Moody Judy oh! <laughs> <laughs> we call him Jude for short, so I always call him Jude, but it's Judy, and then the full name's Moody Jude. Because <laughs> I'm a Moody person, like, I'm just, like, all my energy is so, like, up and down, like, crazy all over the place. And, but I'll own it. I'll never be, like, I'll be like, oh, my You're gosh. You're self-aware. You're yeah, self-aware. Like, when I'm kind of crashing, because I've done too much in the day, I'll be like, oh, I'm crashing. So he's called me Moody Judy forever, and then, obviously, I call him Scoot. But on the show, he would randomly, because he just, we always say Jude. Like, every, he's like, hey, Jude, will you grab me whatever? <laughs> And so on the show, he said it a lot, but everyone who was watching thought he was saying dude. So people would write things like, it's kind of weird how like Scoot calls Justin dude. And it's like, <laughs> oh, I like Jude. I want to call you that. <laughs> I'm just such a nickname person. I always think nicknames are so cute. Okay. What is the other person's most prized possession? I know for him. Well, okay. So for him, it's his phone, not because of like Instagram or social media, but like he literally is on his phone probably four or five hours a day talking to every member of his family. And that was like at the beginning, I remember just being like, oh my gosh, like this guy's on his phone all the time. Like he talks to his mom, his grandma, his grandpa, his twin brother, his dad, every single day. Like he gets his, oh, and Kelsey, his best friend, his other best friend, Beth, like he's a phone talker. Like he loves to talk that was like our one issue at the beginning because i would text him things and then he'd call me right back i'm like no scoot it's just a text like answer he hates text messages he loves like a phone call so i don't know what your prized possession is like i don't like hold on to a lot yeah there's also like i throw away a lot like i never i never want to be attached to things i'm like i'm not a hoarder by any means i'm the opposite i like can't let things go (laughs) <laughs> when we moved here from LA I just literally wanted to leave everything in LA and just like start really? fresh like I don't want to be attached to things so that oh. was, you're my prized possession I feel like Malia is your prized possession oh yeah my sister's yeah. my prized possession <laughs> literally hey that was really sweet though because he said you are um your sister yeah you guys are so close yeah I made her move to Nashville she lives here now yeah. wait what I didn't know that my sister's my best friend, and she lives here in this house with us in Nashville. Um, oh. If I was leaving L.A. for good, like, I needed to get her here. And she just broke off an engagement, like, not long ago at all. Oh, and wow. so, like, the first time she's ever been single as an adult. And so I was like, this is the perfect time. Just move to Nashville. Start fresh. Yes. So she's here. That's awesome. Oh, that's fun. 
I, I feel so far away from family here, which I'm sure you... I bet. But, well, once um, we get out of quarantine, like, you have to come over more. Like, we are literally, like, we're the most, we're the, like, coziest house. We just sit around. We make yeah. dinners every night. Like, you have to just come over. Oh, my gosh, I will. And then you'll regret telling me that because I won't leave. <laughs> I love it. That's <laughs> I would love to. Um, okay, and then what's the other person's worst habit? Your worst habit would be... <laughs> you have a lot of good habits. I'm like trying to think of your bad habits. Be honestly, being on your phone, like it's like you. He is constantly like replying to people, and like he just he. You love your phone, and it's fine. Like it is what it is. Right. Yeah, that's what he's so patient with. Like yeah. so much of my business now is on my phone. Like you know, my products. Like people ask me questions all the time on my DMs, and so I make it a real a thing to respond to people because that's part of my business. You know, like I don't just have followers on Instagram to have them, you know, like right. I want to, yeah, I want to engage and whatnot. So I really spend a lot of time on my phone and stuff. Um, his worst habit. Can I be honest? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Scoot still smokes sometimes and that drives me crazy. Oh, okay. Um, how often? <laughs> I mean, here and there. <laughs> <laughs> I always find it interesting when people smoke, like, here and there. Like, I feel like it's something that is, like, that you either smoke a lot or you, like, don't want anything to do with smoking. I, I used to be an occasional smoker. I used to love having a few drinks that I'd, like, smoke with friends at night and stuff. Okay. Uh, yeah, but I think it's one of those – and it's, like, yeah, now we've just gotten to the point where I'm, like, I don't want to be around the smoking. Like, I yeah. can't – I can't smoke. And it's not a huge thing for us because it's, like, whatever. Smoking is just great. Yeah. But he's younger. I get it. You know, like smoking comes with age. So not sexy. <laughs> but I will agree. Like the smell of a smoker is just not cute. Yeah. <laughs> but you're cute. But the smell of a smoker. I, is I, not I, cute. I try to keep it clean. But he is really good about that. Obviously, yeah. like washing, brushing. So is it? Um, are you guys? It's the filming's all done, right? For this season, or are you guys still doing stuff? No. So the filming is finished, and they're talking about. Um, I'm I'm pretty positive that we're going to start again, but it's just we're in quarantine right now and everything has been shut down. Like, I'm just so wondering what's going to happen with reality TV this summer. Like, what are we going to watch this summer? Because yeah. everything is shut down. Um. Well, what what month are we in? April. Oh, yeah, because this um, Listen to Your Heart is they've already finished filming. It's the new ABC show, which is like they live in the Bachelor Mansion. Chris Harrison's the host and it's like, it's basically The Bachelor, but with singing, and it's awesome. Um, so that will be airing every Monday. Okay. Ooh, I'm excited, I'm excited for that one. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be good, and, uh, and I'm on the finale. <laughs> really? Yeah. I get to be one of the judges judging the and, like, picking the actual winner. So it was really fun. They did it in Nashville. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be good. So there's that. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They've talked about showing reruns of old Bachelor seasons, and I'm like, Please don't. I would lose my mind if they aired my season again. That would be wild, though. I mean, I bet people would watch them. Oh, for sure. But... Oh, I would watch any other season again, but <laughs> mine not so much. Um, so, okay, tell everybody where they can um, find your products, Justin, and where they can find you guys both online and all of the good stuff. So my products are DPHU, that's D-P-H-U-E, uh, and that's on .com. We're in all Ulta Beauty stores sephoras.com ultabeauty.com nordstrom's.com all over the place um and that's um dp hugh is the instagram just the name and then my name on instagram is justin anderson or my color page is justin anderson color and scoop 
my Instagram is Rhodes Austin. Yeah. That's R H O D E S, right? You got it. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for being on the pod. And once this is all over, we will definitely have dinner parties because I do you guys love cooking? Oh yeah. We cook all the time. We're like obsessed. Mm -hmm. Okay, me too. I love, love, love cooking. And I'm like, all I want in life is um, my kitchen to be renovated, which was supposed to happen right now, but now it can't. Um, Because I'm like, I just want this like, beautiful space to cook in. That's like my dream. Yeah, we'll come here and do it with us in the meantime. because that's what we love to do. Okay, amazing. I will take you up on that. And you're gonna get sick of me. So thank you guys so much for being on the pod. And then we'll hang out soon. For listening to Off the Vine Grape Therapy. Tune in to hear new mini sods every Thursday and check out new full length episodes every Tuesday exclusively on podcastone.com, the Podcast One app, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Who's down with OTV?